Yo, 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 what is up, guys? It is your host, Saucy, back again with the One Shot Podcast, episode number two, with my co-hosts, Shields and Ranks. How y'all boys doing? I'm good, man. We chilling. How y'all doing, bro? Doing good, man. Doing good. Can't complain. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Heard we got some juicy questions today, man. Let's get into it. We do. We do. Hey, let's dive into them. Right. Boom. Boom. So the first question we got, will Team Havoc give small gamers a chance? All right. So let's, let's, let's kind of dissect this question. So a broad answer would be yes. But I think uh, one thing, anyone that wants to become, you know, a part of Team Havoc, they need to have a couple things. One, I think they need to have that mindset. Because when we look at getting people into our organization, becoming part of the Havoc family, we don't look at numbers. Because if we looked at numbers, there would be a lot of artificial type of energy that comes with that. What we do look at is we look at, you know, mindset, as I said. We, we look at the ability to understand the situation and the awareness of oneself and how to maximize one's potential to you know, get them to that next level. So yes, we, we, we encourage people who are small streamers um, and content creators have you to apply through our website, to get to know us a little bit more so we can get to know you. Um, but yeah. Okay. I feel as if, <clears throat> I feel like we do give people a chance. You know, um, when they come in here, as long as you're a humble guy, you come in here willing to play in the work, willing to grow the team, willing to make the team better. There's gonna be always a spot for people like that, you know. So that's for my sure. that's my ranks. What do you think? I'm kind of glad I went last, saving the best for last. But this is my opinion on now. Like everybody else said, yes, the grand scheme of things, we always will, right? We don't want to just look at oh, you have a hundred thousand followers or 50,000 followers, all going to take you automatically. Because obviously, they could have all those followers and bring no specific value to the team. So that's the main thing that I usually look at. Like sometimes when I look at the recruits, when I look at people in general, I look and I see, yes, you may have 60 followers, but can York is – do you have 60 followers because maybe you're just not known about, or do you have 60 followers because – you have not put in the work to even deserve any more. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I'll see a lot of people that, you know, they may have 60 followers on IG, a hundred followers, hundred subscribers on YouTube. And these guys have like good quality. They're really good players. And I like to give those people shots because it's sort of like with any other team, any other esports team, when they recruit a player, that player is like, Whoa, we're like, who's that? He's providing some type of value to the team. So I always feel like, if you are a great asset to the team, if you if you if we can see a future with you, and we could see that you have that hustle, that grind, that strive to improve, then obviously we're glad to have you on Team Havoc. That's my take on it. Okay. Can I said it better. Can I said it better? <laughs> <laughs> Not better. Just just my own way. My Boom. <laughs> the next question we got is, um, how are you guys feeling with the EU teams and their progression? Right. Uh, I like I like this. I don't know if they're talking about our specific EU teams or just this, like Call of Duty League EU teams they got, like the London Royal Ravel, Ravens <clears throat> or Paris Legion. I don't know. But yeah, let's, uh, co- let's cover both. Let's let's talk about both then. Okay. Let's do the, let's do the first. Let's do the second one actually first. Let's talk about like 
broad general statement of like EU becoming part of the whole schematic of Call of Duty? Well, my my thing is, I think EU teams have always been, I don't want to say a step behind, but I feel like now the playing field is kind of more even for them to be great, just like how FaZe was and Optic was when they was coming up. Yeah. Because the stage is more broader. It's a lot more money in the EU side now. We're hosting more tournaments over in the EU side of the world. So um, I think it's a lot more diversity in terms of opportunity over there. I, I think they're growing exponentially well. Hmm. I like that. That's kind of my answer as well. Um, mine's just kind of short. I would also say, like, I don't want to say that they were technically behind, but in a sense, they kind of were. Because, like I said, it started in the U.S. Call of Duty, all, all the competitive tournaments started mostly in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So I like the fact that they're expanding to at least, you know, to the EU and stuff. Because, obviously, now they have a chance to, you know, step into the scene. So that's basically all I have for that. <laughs> Not just yeah, kind of- I mean, it's, yeah, just like you said, it's kind of like a, it's an opportunity type of situa- situation. Um, in years 100%. past, there there hasn't been that opportunity for a EU playing field. They pretty much have had their servers. They've had their side, which they still do. But now I, yeah. there's, I think it's two things. I think it's the opportunity of crossplay and like, um, not, not necessarily crossplay, but mainly just through social media. If I think about it, yeah. because if you look at like on the broad scheme of things, like you have they their separation of servers, obviously because of ping and all that stuff, but the connection has to come from social media. If you look at YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, etc., that is the uh, that is the connection here. And then, of course, the league inviting them in. Of course, you have Paris, you have London, you have two strongholds over in Europe now that has the opportunity to showcase their uh, their skills on a world scale. And I think that's only that's only the stepping stone of where we're at, because you know you can look at on a global scale as we develop, you know, different types of aspects within, I mean, this is strictly Call of Duty, but on a global scale, people play esports, people play video games all over the world in every continent and every country. So I think you'll slowly, this is just a great, I, I think it's a great uh, thing happening and it's only going to, you know, expand on a world scale, but for sake of EU, I think they're gonna they're only going to expand the teams within the region as well because if you look at it, they only have two and there's a lot of countries, there's a lot of players over there. So I'll be happy to see what happens. Most sure. definitely. And also just speaking out of a Call of Duty sense, there's a lot of EU teams in other games like Fortnite, um, Rainbow Six Teams, what's another the Valorant, um oh, yeah. CSGO. CSGO, for example, is they had the biggest EU presence on any main stage right now other than uh, League of Legends. And they're doing phenomenal. I'm talking about phenomenal. Like, they're better than in the U.S. numbers. So, I mean, it's just up from there, you feel me? It's, if they can bring that gene pool, not gene pool, or, or, or <laughs> the audience into um, this setting that we have over here in our Call of Duty scene, you know, it can be a lot of money on the table for everybody to eat. You feel me? Yeah, I like it. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then I guess I guess let's kind of segue into that second part now, mainly about EU and Havoc. So just a little backstory real quick, um, just to catch up to where we're at. Um, Havoc, of course, started – we're coming up on our one-year anniversary, by the way, March 15th, so two weeks away. 
and nice. we uh we started here in uh in North America, obviously, throughout uh, modern warfare, kind of uh, played the played the scheme of of you know just becoming a clan and becoming more of a team, more of an organization, and <clears throat> now we have the opportunity just last month to kind of expand our horizons across across the sea. So we had an opportunity to grow with some members over um, in the UK. So that's where our two teams, we actually have two competitive teams now in the UK, uh, great coach, great players. And we're looking to see um, how we do in upcoming tournaments and league play over there. Of course, they have their own servers. We have our own discords. We have our own communities. So yeah, we're definitely excited to bring the, you know, the fight uh, to Europe. And this is just once, like, like I was speaking of earlier, this is just one uh, stepping stone to see um, how we grow in the entire EU region. So mm -hmm. yeah, very excited about that. And also one thing I kind of wanted to point out real quick, I would just like to say like the fan, like, how do I say this? The strength of fan bases in like overseas, like anywhere besides the U S is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like <laughs> I've noticed that like, even with content creating, like, just the love you get from just being an I would I would say yeah even if you're an American and you're appealing to like an audience overseas the love there is ten times better like it's much more intense people ride for you a lot more people support you more like it's crazy so going international going overseas expanding all that stuff <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that I'm not gonna lie I I think for sure that wraps up our topic right there. Our next topic or discussion is a two-part question. They want to know what our personal goals are in terms of the team habits, and then what is the overall team habits goals for 2021? 2021. All right, who wants to start us off? What's up? Let you start off with this. Let me start off. All right. So he says personal, personal goals within 2021, within Havoc, and then Havoc as total? You said? Yes. Like, okay. what is some personal growth you want to see in 2021? And then okay. what is the upcoming goals you want to see for the team as a whole? Yeah, so it might kind of come together just because I see things from, like, 30,000 feet above. So a lot of things that we want to do and accomplish is within our brand here at Team Havoc is, one, we want to expand the uh, expand horizons of what Team Havoc is. Um, just last year <clears> – <throat> We were Havoc Gaming. Uh, we were really just going hard in terms of just being like a clan and becoming like a team. And now we are a full organization. We have leaders, um, of course, here in the States. We have leaders in North America. We have leaders overseas. And what we want to do is we want to create some sort of lifestyle, some sort of movement within Havoc. And we, of course, if you go on Instagram, you can check out wreak havoc brand uh also an instagram the instagram handle for that and that is just kind of like the movement we are building here we're building a lifestyle movement for people to you know wreak havoc in all aspects of their life because the whole mission behind it is kind of just dominate to do the best you can do and have the most out of your maximized potential so there's a movement and there's a reasoning behind everything that we do and so we really want to expand the awareness about that. We want to, of course, 
grow our um, grow our wreak havoc merch line make the best product for all of you guys and we also want to just go you know go really really deep on value we want to create a system of videos within our content creators we want to make real value to you know to listeners not even on this podcast but like people who watch our youtube our twitch our instagram videos our tiktok we just want to really expand our horizons on creating as much value as possible so we can bring um we can make your day on uh you know a funny video we can create really good content we can you know make montages and do everything so i think our goals really kind of stem back from that and we kind of just reverse engineer that process and we really see that we want to be you know we want to go all in on creating content for you guys we want to create more aspects of what we want to do with the movement and of course we want to expand globally we've done you know we've done well here in north america we want to as we spoke on just a second ago we we want to continue our uh, expansion overseas and just do as much as we can to give value to the community and really bring this brand and this team to uh you know to another level most definitely um for me some goals i want to see within havoc obviously we, we touched on merch i want to touch on the competitive nature of us like i want people i want havoc to become a household name kind of like when you say when you think of call of duty and competitive scene you think of phase optic 100 thieves i want that to be us i'm not i won't i don't what they say uh what's the saying i with the old and with the new i want us to be the new face of the competitive scene because we got the talent, we got the raw skill, we have the dedication from our players. You know, I really feel like we can be something more. And I think we're right now we're on a good track. Um, that's really all I got to say on that. And then I got some uh, some goals for the team I want to say when we get to that topic. Okay, so this part, this is for as far as personal goals or as for like the team in general? Personal goals that you want to see within the team. Personal goals I want to see. Um, for one, since I am the director of content creating, I want to see basically, how do I say this? I want to see everybody just producing high levels of content. You know what I mean? Cause the thing with, and I don't mean to throw shots at anybody, but it's like a lot of people have like PlayStation share footage. A lot of people have like, you know, Xbox share footage. I want everybody to, at one point in time, to have face cams, blue yetis in front of their faces, you know what I mean? Face cams, recording off Elgato's, playing off PCs. Like, I want to see that image. Like, everybody is a self-sufficient, but still, we're still united as one. That's the main thing I want to see personally. Because when I see that, it's it, it makes me happy to see that somebody else is doing good on their own, but you once helped them, you know what I mean? I don't want to be helping somebody forever. I want each person to be self-sufficient, and that's the main thing I want to see. For sure. Okay. Um, so moving into our our subtopic of this main topic, let's talk about goals that we want to see within Havoc as a whole. Like for me, I want to see for 2021, I want to see a team house. I want to be able to do this podcast fucking without COVID, headphones on, face cam on, and we got a round table talking about this shit. Yeah, we're going to be having, like, a round table for it and everything, man. That's the goal. Yes, sir. That's one of the biggest goals I want to see is that team house. Um, second goal, probably, definitely 
would be more collabs with our brand. Since we have two different clothing brands, we have our Team Havoc and then we have our Wreak Havoc. I want to see it, not, not no copycat or hunting thieves stuff, but I want I want us to extend our brand so big it's in stores. Like, it's in stores. You can just walk in there and be like, oh, shit. That's Wreak Havoc. That shit looks nice. And they exactly. give them all and see it type stuff. I like yeah, that. Real, real. Like, I want, I want some Nike Air Force Ones with a Havoc logo on it. <laughs> Hey, this guy here. <laughs> like, that's my personal. That's my. That's not even. That's some dreams in twenty twenty one. I feel like, you know, with all the sponsorships we got, with all the um, collabs from merch we got, other leagues hitting us up, asking for input from us, our players to help build other leagues. I feel like we have it in us to do it. So that's most definitely what I personally want to see for the team in twenty twenty one. What about y'all? Drinks. I'm gonna let Shields go first. I mean, I'm trying to. I'm trying to imagine my my answer separate from the answer i gave a second ago because I, like i said it's very meshed in between uh what i want to want to see happen but <clears throat> you know one of the same mm-hmm. uh just i want to make sure i want to see everyone be successful and kind of kind of just like rolling back towards what ranks was saying a second ago people being self-efficient self-sufficient so i want to be able to have um have a continuous growth in our creators that we bring in and I want to see people, you know, really be able to attach themselves to team havoc. And, you know, the, the goals for many people that, you know, start in this industry, whether they are trying to be competitive, whether they're trying to entertain, whatever they do, their goals is to, uh, you know, live a life, uh, you know, live a life doing what they want to do, live a life where they're passionate about what they're doing and, you know, being able to monetize that. So my goal for 2021 <clears throat> for the team is to be able to look it back at 2021 and say, okay, we really built something that has given us monetary value and we are able to use this as, you know, income to support our, the creators that are within our organization, for the people that compete every day, that uh, practice every day, that manage every day. We're able to actually create this company who has, not who has, but that has this monetary benefit to the people who are within it. So I think that's number one for me. Okay. Mine's is, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> she made a great point. Mine's is kind of meshed into the previous answer, but uh, mine's, if I was to add on to it, I would say, Instead of kind of making a separate answer, I'm going to add on to it. I would say I would kind of want just everything to be organized. You know what I mean? Like we would have a section of people to do this, handle this social media, handle that social media, a Twitter team, a TikTok team, an IG team, uh, this team. Like I want everything to be like fully organized. I don't want, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard when one person's doing like three things at once. I want to like delegate all the roles and everything. I want it to be at that point to where we're that solid to where it's like, let's say for example, if we don't want one guy to be out and he has like four jobs, I want it to be maybe one guy's out and only one responsibility is gone. So I would want just everything to just be just, just fully stacked basically is what I'm trying to say. That's, that's the main thing I want to see for the team just to be fully stacked. Most definitely. I understand that. Um, boom, let's move into our next topic. We have two more topics. Um, first topic, 
is going to be our favorite films. What is some of our favorite films? I'm not going to lie. I'm going to say this real quick. And to my co-host and to anybody who's listening to this, I kind of hate movies. I kind of hate movies. Hey, man, like, no. like, I'm not going to... Okay, okay. Nah, not look, 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 look. Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. I'm not doing this just to be just interesting or make it interesting, but I'm being serious. Like, I've noticed... And this is not even just, like, as far as, like, just movies. I feel like this is everything just in general, like, as far as, like, this day and age. It's, like, they put so much into the marketing, the ads, promoting it, the hype. And then when you watch the actual movie, it takes, like, 50% of buildup. And then the climax is, like, short, like, very short. And it's not even that good. And then by then, it's, like, the movie's done. And it's like, I don't want, I, don't, I just don't like sitting for like two, three hours waiting for someone to halfway build up. Like, I've just never liked movies personally. I never did. That's just me, though. That's just me, though. Okay. Um, I have a complex answer for this. Oh, God. It depends on the type of genre of movie. But if we're going with like stuff you can watch with your family, kids, Polar Express, hands down, forever. Um, action. I remember that movie. I'm probably gonna get a lot of hate in this. I love the Fast and Furious franchise. Yes, I know. I know. I mean, I don't see why. I mean, I know a lot of people like it. I can see why they like it. Um, I'm definitely a Jurassic Park fan, so you can get me any movie like that. Star Wars, definitely. Um, I really sit here and watch anything. Like I, I to me, as long as it's entertaining, it's a good movie. Like, like I'm more of a Marvel guy. I won't sit through too much DC stuff, but I really can't tell you. Tip the top. What's my favorite, favorite, favorite movie? Because I have so many favorite movies I like to watch. I grew up on a lot of different games. <laughs> yeah, because that's hard. Like, out of all the movies in your life, the one that's the best, that's hard. Polar Express would forever be my number one Christian movie, though. And that and the, the guy, uh, the, um, Shields, probably, y'all probably, y'all probably seen it. It comes on every Christmas Eve. Um, it's about the little boy who gets a BB gun for Christmas and parents are Christmas telling, Story. Christmas Story. That yeah. is, them two are hands down the best two. Favorite Christmas movie. I don't care what no one says. Yeah. So, I'm sorry you guys had to uh, hear Ranks' answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now, for me, I am the polar opposite pun on a sausage answer. I'm the polar opposite of uh, on Ranks on this answer. I love movies. It's one of my, like, if I were to, like, make a profile, and like you say, what are these things you like to do? I like watching movies, too. So, um, I really do enjoy a couple things of it. So, of course, the whole Marvel series, like a few months ago, I watched it from start to bottom, like, you know, from the chronologically, the entire Marvel series. I watched it. I love Harry Potter. I love, you said Fast and Furious. I love the first couple. I, Fast and Furious, um, it, it aged like wine. So it's, it's really, really good. Like the first like four or five are really, really good. Um, the other that it kind of falls out, but <clears throat> in terms of like like a, a like a universal type of answer, I would say Avengers hands down, uh, not Avengers, uh, Marvel hands down. But Avengers Endgame is just amazing. All the Harry Potters to me, I really like. Um, the uh, there's a, there's a, anything most of Matthew McConaughey's action movies are just amazing and i'll tell you i'll tell you uh two recent movies that are just really really good and that is um what uh is it is it it's knives out 
Knives Out. Really really That's a great movie. Um, and then another one is The Gentleman or Gentleman. I can't remember what it is, but it's a Matthew McConaughey that. movie. It's about, um, it's like based in London. It's a, uh, it's about uh, like a weed empire, but it's really, really, really good. So if you haven't uh, checked out those two movies, my recommendation to you, you will not be disappointed. All right. And now we have a subtopic of this topic. What is our favorite TV show series? Oh, I want to answer oh. this first. I want to answer this first. I don't know. Your answer kind of last time. Kind of trash, man. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> this guy watch TV. Be the best one. This one <laughs> has got to be the best one. Now, look, some people are going to get on me for this. Oh, right. shit. Hey, but look, I'm not going to lie to you. The ones I like are probably some that like 80% of other people like. So yeah. these are no particular order. Okay. But Narcos, the Netflix one. There's two of them. Which one? The original one. The original one, not the not the one in Mexico. The one in Mexico was trash. I, I, didn't I like watch both of them. What? Yeah, you're drunk. Mister, <laughs> no, I don't like movies. <laughs> all right, all right. Look, look, look. Cool. Hey, hey, hey. Cool off of me on that. All right, all right, all right. But one of them for sure is the original Narcos. Just the way Pablo Escobar was played, I was just such like, a badass. Bro, like. If you never knew anything about Pablo Escobar, you'll literally look at this guy like he's immortal. You're just like, mm-hmm. how does this guy keep winning? <laughs> and crazy. the truth, uh, the fact is, bro, he really was winning like that. <laughs> That's what's so crazy. That guy, for real, for real, man. And then another one for sure. Uh, Miles, Miles is gonna agree with me on this. If Miles doesn't agree with me on this, I'm just gonna just hang the call and just leave. But power for <laughs> sure. Wait, wait, wait. Power for wait, sure. Wait. Now the reason why, you know what I'm saying, being being a melanated man, all right. I don't know what it is, but it's just like the way you see, like I like I like the show the way the name of the show really goes with the whole grand scheme of everything, like power. That's what everybody's fighting for. You see certain people get talked to, or you see certain a guy will step in a room, like for example, Tommy. Tommy will step in a room of uh, full of like you know, melanated brothers, right? He'll step in the room and then Tommy comes in. He's just like, everybody's like, oh, snap, it's Tommy. You know what I mean? Like, and the contradictory thing is that, and I don't mean to sound racist saying this, but he's white, but he still has that presence. You know what I mean? He's black. He's invited to a cookout, I promise you. (laughs) He said the N-word in one episode. You remember that? No, I don't. But Bro, I don't, he I said, wouldn't, I wouldn't even care. Like he was, you remember when uh him and Ghost used to like um basically like take out people and then they would like change their clothes and stuff and they burn their clothes. I think he said he said and I ain't got no connect. I was like, whoa! I didn't even hear that he said that. Like for for like Joseph Sakura, a one a one actor, a one actor. Yes, he's invited to a cookout. He's honorary a black member of the Black Society. All right. Yep. And I'm gonna go in and wrap my last answer with. Snowfall. Now, I, there probably could be another one in there, but just for the sake of just not talking for too long. Yeah. Snowfall for sure. Just every actor, like, it's every every person, bro, every actor was A1. I'm just going to say that. Just to keep it short, every actor was A1. So that's my answer. All right, for mine, I'm going to give you a little, little something quick because, you know, we're pressed on time. So, boom. In no particular order, Power Book 1, Power Book 2. Wait, what? 
Power Book One, the original Power, then the then the spinoff with Tariq in it. That's Power Book. No, no, that's still Power though. Like that doesn't really count. It, it does kind of well, whatever. You know what I mean? All right, okay. Game okay. of Thrones. I'll let it I'll let if you're not a Game of Thrones person, I really feel sorry for you because uh, missing out. The Mandalorian. Yeah, I'm missing out. I ain't gonna lie. I watched the episode. The Mandalorian <laughs> is my shit. If you're not a Star Wars fan, you're also missing out. Um, Snowfall is really good. Yep. I like that show. And um, I used to be big, heavy on Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's really good. Shields, what about you? So I'm very across the board. I actually watch movies way more than I watch TV, but I'll give you three quick ones. So one that uh, is pretty easy is NCIS. Great show of... Pretty much follows like any type of law and order, but it's it's uh, the character of uh, the main character. I forget. Okay, it's escaping me right now. But inside NCIS, great show. The original, not a spin. Are you talking about the, Gibbs? Gibbs yeah, Gibbs. Yeah, there you go. Um, and then um, recent one. Uh, it's called the One Hundred. Pretty sure some you know people have listened. Definitely uh, seen that. It's a great show. It's about. Uh, you haven't seen that it's about you know the last 100 people um left in human society who come back to earth after you know a futurization of being on the you know spaceship great show great show and then uh I, you know just a casual sitcom type of show is how i met your mother i love that show i've watched it a few times over so yeah i'm sorry i think you old man <laughs> <laughs> i do be 23 <laughs> which is young I don't know. Tell it to the kids in the back, man. I'm only 20. Shit, I'm not even 20 yet. <laughs> I'm, not even 20 yet. <laughs> I'm not even 20 yet. Shit, all right. Yeah, but um, I think that was all the questions for the podcast, for real, for real. Um, thank you guys for submitting questions. You know, if you want to see us talk about some topics, you know, always. And when we, when we post a podcast, leave it in the comment section. Follow us on Instagram. DM us questions. And we'll talk about it. Yes, definitely. I do. Uh, I do also remember that there was like a question or something about special guests, and we are going to be having special guests. We'll be having you know different people. We're gonna we'll we'll Man. bring in people that are part of Havoc. We'll bring in people that are not part of Havoc. We'll bring in you know we'll have you know really good dialogue between people. We'll talk about different topics, categories, not just esports. We're an esports very esports podcast, but we can stretch the horizon on what we talk about as well. Most definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. Well, yes. Yeah, <laughs> well, guys, well, I do. I. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, I'm gonna. I'll sign this off today. Uh, right. We do appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, tuning in and listening to this. Um, our second edition of the One Shot Podcast with Ranks, Saucy, and Shields. Yeah, yeah. It only goes up from here, guys. So, you know, your support is 100, 100, 100, 100 percent loved and welcome at this podcast. The One Shot Podcast is the best podcast. Yes, sir. We'll see you later.